everyone, and welcome to Mundane to Miraculous with your hostess, Judith Barnett. I hope you're all having a wonderful day, and I'm so glad that you've decided to join me and listen for a few minutes of inspiration, motivation, and encouragement. Um, today I want to talk a little bit about this um, book that a friend of mine that I met doing real estate um, shared with me and it was just a gift she's just an amazing amazing lady she's an older lady and she has blessed me in so many ways matter of fact I gotta give her a call today and tell her how much she's blessed my life and that um, I'm just really glad that God brought her into my life because I met them just again I truly believe God brings people together and they were brought to me through a referral from another company and I was just helping them buy a house and the funny thing is is that the house they ended up buying they never even saw they trusted me so much that they agreed to buy a house that I recommended without even coming and looking at it which totally blew me away I was like oh my gosh I can't believe it but they did um, I will say in my defense though that I did go out there and took a zillion pictures I went out there and did measurements for them I took video um, I did everything I possibly could for them to feel like they had been there and to me kind of that's what I'm doing with you guys on this you know podcast is I want you to feel like we're together you know I'm sitting with you across from you at Starbucks having coffee or Dutch Brothers or whatever coffee shop is your favorite that we're just sitting there BSing, having a nice time having a cup of coffee having a cup of tea and just talking about the stuff that we're all working through in life and that's how you move from mundane to miraculous that's how you move your life that's how you move that needle from where it is to the next best place on the odometer you know like I said several back it's kind of like we're we're moving the needle in you know in our car we you know we're we're like it goes from full to empty well we're moving from empty to full so I want to keep moving that needle to the full side of life and that's where I, I made me think of my friend her name is Jean absolutely a wonderful wonderful person and she just gifts me all the time I mean seriously she's over and I'm not that I'm keeping count but you know there's kind of this thing where it's like oh my gosh she's given me another gift she's given me another card she's called me and it's like I have to say gifting is not my gift <laughs> I'm not the I'm not very good at giving gifts I've never been good at it I'm very creative with things and I like to make stuff but I'm not always very timely with my gifts um, like birthdays, Christmas, anniversaries. I'm kind of spacey that way. But I do like to gift people. And mostly I, I gift by giving my time because to me, that's the most precious thing I have to give. It's the only unreplenishable gift of, that I have. I can't, I can make more money and go get more stuff, but I can't get any more time. So giving my time is sort of my major gift for people because it's a huge sacrifice for me to give time to people and I do it very selectively now in my life um, and that's another topic for another day but my friend Jean I love her to death already and I've only known her you know less than a year she shared with me this book called fresh bread and other spiritual gifts of nourishment and the cool thing that this author Joyce Rupp says is that 
she wants us to think of ourselves as yeast. And it only takes a little bit of yeast to raise bread dough. So we only have to do and be a little bit of encouragement in someone's life. We only have to be a little bit of goodness in someone's life. We only have to share a little bit to help people grow. I mean, we sprinkle and that's, and the rest is up to them and their higher power to make it grow. You know, uh, uh, yeast itself doesn't make the bread rise, but put the yeast in the dough with the sugar and the flour and the, all that stuff. And in the next thing you know, with a little more, encouragement I call it it starts to grow and that's God's magic in my book you know that's how it works and she has shared this book with me and and the way the author wrote it is that every month there's like it's a monthly thing like every month they have a focus and then there's like a short two three page reading that you do and then there's like bible verses you can read throughout the month to kind of keep you on course and remind you but I like the one for February. That's the month I'm in right now. So whenever you listen to this, I just want you to know I recorded this in February. Um, and it, it and she starts out that February is the month of the Feast of Hearts. And all of the messages and symbols of love led her to consider one aspect. And she calls it the courageous heart. And that it really resonated with me because I truly feel that because I had a courageous heart, because of what I was going through six years ago, um, I I really did find out I have a courageous heart. Because she adds in here that Jim Wolf says in his book, As I Have Loved You, until put to the test, no one really knows who or what he or she is. Life alone manifests the quality of individual human existence. So it's not until we face those winters in our lives, the challenges and struggles, that we're able to really know our own courage and to understand just how brave we can be when it's necessary to have a courageous heart. And I thought of that, I immediately thought of, you know, several things that I've done stepping out in faith in my like recent past. And one of them was deciding to get in my car uh, six years ago and drive to Arizona. Um, I had literally $400 to my name. I had a car with no car insurance on it. I had my car packed to the brim, no place to go. I had a place I could stay briefly. I had my cat and I had no job. I had nothing and I stepped out in faith because my thought at the time was, well, if I stay in Minnesota where it's cold and I hate being cold, uh, I have to do all the same things. I have to find a place to live. I've got to get a job, blah, 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 all of that. And I thought, you know what, if I have to start over and that's kind of what I thought of this as, and I had just really screwed up so much prior to that, that I just felt, you know what, I need to hit that reset button. I got to come to some place where nobody knows me and start over because it was just so um, embarrassing, humiliating. Uh, I felt just totally devastated by what had happened in my life. And I really feel that it wasn't until I was in that situation and I had to make a choice. Okay, 
I either stay here and do this or I get on the road and go someplace that I don't know anybody. Literally, I knew nobody down here in Arizona. I say down because I came from Minnesota and I knew nobody. I had no form of future income. I had no place to live. And I said, I think this is what I'm supposed to do. I feel, I feel that God is telling me that this is where I need to go. And it took a lot of courage for me to just do it. And a lot of faith in my God that he was going to take care of me. And he did. And it was kind of amazing to me that, you know, I, I did it. And I didn't really think of it as being courageous at the time. I just felt like I needed to make a decision and I want to go where it's warm. And I just did it. And my significant other, he's like, man, you got like balls of steel. And I'm a girl. So, you know, he's like, I can't believe you did that. He's, it just freaks him out. He's like, that was absolutely amazing. And, and maybe a little stupid in, in wisdom, in man's wisdom, that would be a stupid thing to do in God's wisdom. It was the best thing to do because my life has never been so amazing as it is now. So stepping out in courage, even if you don't think you're courageous, but you just feel like it's the right thing to do. And other people go, oh my gosh, you know, that took a lot of courage to do that. And you may not think of it as being courageous at the time, but you needed to do something. So look at your life. and, And what my challenge is for you today is to look over your life and realize because you've already done it, that you have times in your life where you have stepped out in courage and you've acted in courageous ways. It could be with finances, with a job, with a relationship, with moving, with uh, anything. I mean, it could be anything. It could be something to do with how you set a boundary with someone, a request you made of a boss. It could be anything but you looked at it at the time and you went I just needed to do it it was the right thing to do other people giving you feedback on it are saying dang that was really a courageous thing to do how did you do that how did you find the courage to do it and you're like um I just did it and I needed to and that is where you use those past experiences and successes to help you move that needle back to that from sort of the empty mundane side, moving it towards the full miraculous side is that, hey, wait a minute, to move that needle and and to have that miraculous experience in life, I can take those previous courage moments where I acted in a way that I didn't even realize would be courageous, but it was, and I can do it again and maybe more intentionally and have an even better outcome. And that's kind of my challenge to you today is think about And maybe even write down, because I think it's really important for us to write down our thoughts and our successes and our challenges and our struggles, because then we have sort of this journal, uh, historical record, so to speak, of what we've done and what we've been through. And so that's my challenge to you. And I, again, thank you for being here. Uh, Write down your courageous moments, share them below like and subscribe. Let me know what you think. And again, I'm here. I believe in you and I want to hear from you. So look forward to your uh, comments. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye for day.